This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. All right, welcome back to the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. My name is Matthew Deering. I'm here with Mr. Brian Sweeney and Mr. Joseph Sweeney. What's going on, boys? Oh, nothing much, man. Just excited to be here. Yeah, let's go. Another Joey's podcast. fiddling with the old uh, board there. Yeah, just testing a few settings. Get all figured out. Yeah. So we, the three of us, we three amigos, trace of us, we three boys. We were we were in a little show a couple weeks back called the Boondocks. That oh, the Boondocks show. Some people are still talking about that show. It was an amazing show, like so much fun. I did. I had a blast on stage with you guys, and it was. Uh, I said this in the beginning of the show. I made this announcement that we hadn't done our Boondock show since the time when you had first gotten out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. So it had been a minute. It had been a long minute. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was something really cool to be a part of because you could feel that energy. And being able to improvise with YouTube was just such a blessing because you guys have been at it for so many years where we ran the rehearsals and we did that and we found the trust. But then I was literally just able to trust you guys and be bold and patient just like we talk about. Yeah, it's interesting. We um, we did. We rehearsed a lot, which I know some people who don't understand improv, that feels like an oxymoron to rehearse right. for an improvised <laughs> show. But we did. And and that's because we hadn't done it in so long. I mean, it had been years and years since we had done that particular format. So, yes, we were growing as performers, but we hadn't actually rehearsed our format in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And plus we were adding Joey onto the mix, so that was a whole new energy that we needed to uh, account for. And and we I thought we worked through some really good things, actually, which which ended up coming into the classroom. Right, setting. I was about to say that was we we found a lot of really cool discoveries and directly applied them to the teaching. I know for me, I made a lot of discoveries as an actor about just things that I needed to that I was doing wrong, just straight up wrong. Um, one of the big ones was the when you break in character. Do you remember making that discovery about like when you're in character and you accidentally break and you like laugh for a second? I literally thought that you're just supposed to use that and and apply it to the character. And we discovered you're supposed to just stay in the perspective of that character. Yeah, I mean, if you're fully in character, you don't break because it's not funny to the character. Right. It's only funny to the actor. So in my opinion, you can break a couple times in like a series of shows and and have it be funny or cute or whatever but that that funny and cuteness goes away really quick yeah because the audience wants to believe what you're doing is true and the second you break you you break that reality so it's it's much more interesting to watch a seasoned actor who never breaks barely break and you're like <laughs> oh that's that's so mm-hmm. good um, versus watching somebody break over and over and over and over again. Like, it was, honestly, this is a side topic, but you are that way for me. You're very, you know, serious and zoned in, and, and I very rarely, rarely see you break. And when we were we were making a sketch last night, Matt and I, and, and I said a line, and he broke, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it almost made me bro- break <laughs> just watching you break because I've never <laughs> seen you break. Like, I know. I couldn't hold it in. It, uh, just a quick side note. 
Brian is becoming TikTok famous. That's something we should mention. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a joke. It's, it's the weirdest thing, but I love it. It's like one of those deals where I'm not surprised because Brian just recently kind of went all in on his life and on and on truly being woke up and and then he 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 kept coming to me with certain things. I remember Brian be like, "Hey, I don't know if this is a pride issue. I just want to like deal with this and let's talk about it." And and we get through things really quickly recently. And I've just noticed you've been giving extraordinarily in a new way without expectation. And this is how it works, where I, I always say you're going to get paid back 10x, just probably not the way you thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you're going to get these TikTok endorsements and everyone's going to want you to be, you know, plugging their stuff on your TikTok. I mean, let me just say this. Okay, he's he's not yet, but... He's only put up a couple videos, and his very first one got thousands and thousands of views, and he had no followers or anything. He's just got – he's now walking into who he is in a very real way, and he's using a platform that he understands, and and the platform seems to respond to, to his message as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I remember uh, you used to be on Vine, which is a very <laughs> similar app, and you used yeah. to do some really funny stuff on there, but – it was a little different in that you weren't in the place that you're in now and you weren't owning everything. And so people weren't as attracted, but you still had that same like niche for it. You had the comedy, you understood the sketch style and like how to use the music to be funny. And so now that you're in this new place, you're able to use that to your advantage and really do that as something that you enjoy and get a lot of love back from. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's uh completely come from like what Matt said, just being able to to own who I am completely and not be ashamed of it and just own it and and hopefully that through it we can inspire other people to do the same and that's what we're trying to do with this place. You know, we want to just inspire people. It's right in the mission statement to become better versions of themselves. So, yeah, I, I as you know, my my life's mission is to help the world become better listeners, and. I'm writing a book called The Best Listener in the Room, and in the first chapter, it's about gaining confidence because you need to earn confidence in order to be a great listener. So that's sort of like the beginning of what I'm writing. And I spent some time on a subject this morning, actually, just reminding people that we have the Spirit inside of us. We have we have God inside of us. He's, he's there with us. And God said, when, when asked who he is, God said, I am that I am. I am who I am, right? And so, therefore, you are who you are. And if you figure that out, once you decide, oh, okay, I'm going to own who I am, because who I am is a is a decision. Who I am is something that is my fault, for good or for bad. These are the choices that I've made, and I am where I am because of me. And once you take accountability for that, then and only then do you get the power to create and to manifest a whatever life you'd like moving forward. Yeah. Dang, dude. Got mad chills from that. I, I've never heard it said that way as far as connecting right back to you being who you are. You know, always heard the I am, I am from God statement. But that's, wow, that's really powerful. Yeah. Thanks, dude. All right, so back to the Boondock show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... uh. It was it was a lot of fun, and we got up there, and uh, and Joey, I remember you actually were a part of that show. Yeah, it was years and years ago. You were a guest player, and 
Um, I remember thinking very fondly on our, our old boondock shows, and I went back to watch game tape as I do. I love watching game tape of myself performing so I can get better. And just being embarrassed by some of the choices that were made and, and, and listening to some of the voices that were sort of nonspecific that I thought could be better. And that was a big part, too, of, of the, the growth for me and the desire to rehearse and to get better before we went on stage again. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool to watch. I mean, I, I looked like a little scared chipmunk on stage <laughs> the first time we did it. Like, literally, I just wasn't talking unless you guys threw something at me. Like, <laughs> Joey, I literally pulled you on the stage. That was yeah, so that's what, funny. That's oh, my I gosh. Was I was standing on the sides, and you grabbed me by the shirt and, like, threw me out of the stage and put me in a seat, and then I was just sitting there waiting for something to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. My big my big realization when we were doing our rehearsals was I was I found I found what I think was a positive way to understand and describe some of the things that happen in my brain while I improvise and that was the thing that we shared with each other and the exercises we came up with and then what we were able to share with the class. Yeah. Cuz I've always been doing this thing where I'm like, "Hey, just so you know, like I'm setting you up. I'm providing this gift or whatever." And sometimes we get it, sometimes we wouldn't. But once you understand the concept of it, you're like, "Oh, dang. Yeah, you have been doing that for me for a really long time and I can do that for other people." Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool, and and that plays into the group mind too. When you have the group mind, it's it it feels like nothing can go wrong, really, because you, like like in our last show, I I literally could read your guys's minds. I felt like that, and so we would relax down at the right spots. We would talk on different topics at the same spots, but we were we were so connected, and it was a deep level of connection that I hadn't felt before on stage. And I was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like when we do improv. Like, yeah. it, it ignited a flame inside me. Well, and, and if you think about it, because of the rehearsals, we earned the confidence to relax on stage. And from there, we could listen. And when we can listen at that super high level, then it, it feels easier because it, it's less effortful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'll t <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'll tell you, Joey. I was I was very proud of you in that show. Just Thank the you. way you were able to listen in and um, and and going back to the rehearsals, we hit some serious breakthroughs. I mean, some serious breakthroughs, and and you gave a lot of pushback in certain points. And it was when you were willing to release. Man, you just took off on stage. I mean, really, like I ended up playing the bottom position in the scene, right? And you ended up being like feeding off of Matt and it all just, it, that came straight from confidence. You know, yeah. you walked in with this confident character and we were like, okay, that's who he is. And I was like, boom, I'm the bottom now. Well, <laughs> and like, I, I would love to speak on that actually, because in our first rehearsal, I was uh, pushing back. I was being defensive. I was trying to, trying to hold up with the big dog, so to speak. And that was so wrong. Like, we, we wasted so many hours where we could have just been putting up scenes and doing things and, and, and running crash courses, and instead we were, we were arguing over stupid decisions that I was making because I wasn't fully present, I wasn't listening, and I wasn't choosing to humble myself down to you guys, which obviously I should have. I look up to both of you as mentors, as actors, as people, and we would have just gotten... I can't imagine how much better we would have been if 
I had done that the first time instead of having to come to that the second time around when we rehearsed. It's so very true, Joseph, and it's it's big deal that you're that you're learning that, picking up on it, and talking about it, bringing it to the light, because that will change your future. What you're doing is you're solidifying in your mind. You're saying it out loud. You're reminding yourself, hey, that behavior leads to pain. This other behavior leads to success and prosperity. And so as you remind yourself of that, more good will come because you'll keep making the good choices. Yeah, and and thank you both because you both have been a big part in teaching me that. So. Well, well, you're welcome. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday in our post-master class meeting, but you you – for whatever reason, hadn't seen yourself as a leader yet until yesterday, and you thought that was the day. And I was like, dude, you've been a leader in my mind since we started, and that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't matter. You're an intern. You come in here and you intern, and that's anybody. I I don't see myself in in any kind of a hierarchy. I'm always looking to see what can I learn from everybody and what can I teach at the same time. And so I, I never think I'm better than anyone. And at the same time, I don't think anyone's better than me. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not in that kind of competition. I just realized, hey, we're different. We're both people. What can we learn from each other? And why have we been brought together? And once you figure that out, since you are figuring that out, you will be a leader also on the improv stage. Not only will you be one, but I need you to be one. I want you to be one so that I can follow you in certain areas and, and be wrong and be corrected and be happy to be so, so that I can get better. Right. Yeah. And and what you're saying is because you were fighting, we had to just sit there and, and spend time on things that we shouldn't have had to ha- spend time on. And it didn't give you the opportunity to lead us. And we would have loved to have been led. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Well, we're going we to wrap up here pretty soon. But we that Boondock show was uh, coming right off of our play, which was a big deal. Super huge. We got some really big sponsors off of that for Lighthouse Theater. Mm-hmm. We have some big plans. It's going to be super fun for the theater. And uh, and we have our next Boondock show coming up along with a Chaos show. Is that correct, Brian? You want to talk about that? That is correct. Yeah. So um, very excited about that. Our, our Boondock show is going to be set up by Chaos. And so they'll be doing a little set. And then uh, we'll go up after that. It's going to be next weekend on the 28th on Saturday. Uh, at seven o'clock, and so we're just really excited. It's, we're just going to give you a little form of both, and um, want people to come out and just laugh. And it's a huge part of our mission statement is just uh, inspiring people through joy and laughter and and connection. And so hopefully we're allowed, we're able to do that with you guys this next weekend. And so you guys can get tickets at lighthousetheater.org, and um, we would just love to see you in the audience and uh, experience the night with you. Awesome, Joey. You'll be playing in the Chaos Show, right? Yes. And uh, Brian and I, we will be putting up boondocks yet again. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have an awesome day. All righty. Or should they have a deering day? They should have a deering day. (laughs) Deering day. (laughs)